Internet memes are the latest way to cope with our coronavirus lockdown situation. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With us is special guest Abrar Alhidi. Abrar, you've got this fantastic story, which initially we wrote off as, as a fluff piece because it's about internet memes, and memes are so disposable. But uh, there's actually like a, a serious story behind it. It's actually a fascinating story behind it. Kind of break us down. Like what, what exactly, or exactly how are internet memes um, being designed or created as a reaction to what's going on with coronavirus. Absolutely, you're right. It's it's true that you can kind of push off these things that we see on Instagram and Twitter as just these these things that people joke about. But it turns out that memes can be a very healthy way to cope with stress and anxiety. And there's a lot of stress and anxiety right now given the coronavirus pandemic. Um, psychologists actually say that memes are a healthy way to cope with anxiety because humor is something that we have used as humans to cope forever. So this is something that people did during the World War. This is something people did during the Silver War. They found ways to incorporate humor into magazines and posters and journal entries. And this is how we process things and make light of them. Um, and so memes are kind of the modern day way that we do that. that. We take a very serious situation like quarantine, and then we find ways to make jokes about that. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to put on my living room pajamas as opposed to like my bedroom pajamas. Like all the ways that we find um, you know, we, the ways that we find humor in kind of the serious uh, reality of the world right now. So this is actually something that is very help, healthy for a lot of people to use in a time like this. Yeah, I, I mean, I loved uh, sort of the, the quick kind of walk back through history of how humor has played a role, right? And it was fascinating to me that you note that the Civil War, Civil War era was largely considered the age of practical jokes or practical joking. Which, you know, when you're watching those Ken Burns uh, documentaries, you're like, I don't... It's, it's weird to kind of like juxtapose how the Civil War has been presented with the fact that people were playing practical jokes on each other, which boggles my mind. But you're right, it's, it's a great point that like we've, we've long used humor as a way to deal with extraordinary circumstances. And this is a, a particularly extraordinary circumstance. Absolutely. And this is something that I spoke with... Um, Tank Sinatra, who runs this meme account, and he was saying that, you know, sometimes a laugh is the only bit of sanity that you have in your day. Because when you don't have that ability to kind of diffuse that tension and diffuse that anxiety, like what else are you going to do? We can't, somebody, one of the psychologists I spoke with, Bar Andrews, was saying that this isn't a scenario where we can kind of band together and be like, okay, you know, we're all facing this crisis together. Let's go on volunteer drives and help people. We can't even come together. Like we have to stand six feet apart from each other. We have to social distance. We have to be in essentially isolation from one another. And the only way we can really reach each other is through the internet. And so when we are communicating through the internet, one of the best ways we can make light of a situation and one of the best ways that we can connect with people is with humor. Because when you relate with somebody, when you can share in a joke with somebody, that's really what creates those connections. And those connections are so critical right now at a time when people really crave social interaction. No, exactly. I this is an audio podcast right now, just given our limitations, but I was wondering if you could sort of run through some of the the more memorable memes that you ran into in the course of your reporting. And I know this isn't a visual medium, but uh, you could sort of do your best to describe the uh, the memes. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. There's one um, with Matthew McConaughey where he's like, smoking a cigarette and he's like really intensely looking at his phone and then the the caption says um me reading about coronavirus 30 seconds after i swore i wouldn't read about coronavirus anymore and it just like really captures like like why am i doing this like why can i not put down my phone why can i not step away you pledge that you're not going to do it and then you do it again um there's a lot of good distracted boyfriend memes where it's like you know like, oh yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. like look over and it's like oh two weeks of quarantine and you're looking over and it looks so good and then like work is in the background it's like trying to juggle like okay how do i how do i do this um there's some there's one 
that was kind of um, a little bit on the on the darker side. It was this picture of a baby. And you know how like sometimes people will have a sign that says like my first Easter, or my first Christmas, it said my first pandemic. And I was like, oh, oh wow. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty funny. It's, it's, it's pretty extremely funny. dark, but extremely funny. <laughs> exactly. I and like those it. kinds of like things are, are fascinating. And that even even dark humor, um, the psychologist I spoke with, April Foreman, was saying that even dark humor can be a healthy way to, to cope with these things. And so you laugh and you feel like slightly like, oh, my God, this is awful. But then you're like, you know, like, it's the reality. We have to make light yeah. of some things. So, yeah. Well, wh- one other point you brought up in the story is the, the idea of misinformation. And, you know, we've talked about this in the past, misinformation, obviously. It's a big problem on the Internet. It's a big problem everywhere. Um, but how, like, how, does, how does that apply to the creation of these specific memes? Memes can be tricky because they make sense for some people and they don't make sense for others. And this is largely yeah. a generational thing. So for people who are on the younger side who understand that some memes are being sarcastic or have tongue-in-cheek humor, it's like, okay, well, this is obviously like, there's some memes that I saw where, so the Tenderloin area of San Francisco is known as kind of like not the cleanest area. And so there are memes mm-hmm. that are like, if you've ever walked through the Tenderloin, you're immune from coronavirus. Obviously that's not true. That's like not how that works. And there's a lot of equivalence right, of that. Right. But for people who don't understand, you know, what humor is and what isn't, they might see something and think, oh, this is an infographic versus a meme and kind of not being able to understand what something is and, and the humor behind it can be dangerous. So some people might take something, reshare it, not realize it's satire, not realize oh. this is not the reality. Um, so that's when, you know, people need to be careful about, you know, who they're following, what kind of content it is. And if something seems too good to be true, make sure, just double check it. Don't spread anything that... Make sure it's not a meme. Exactly. Basically. Make sure it's not a meme. <laughs> uh, no, it's interesting because it's it's not like this is mis- misinformation that someone intentionally tried to spread, right? This isn't like a nefarious party. This is literally just a misinterpretation of a meme because you're probably too old to get the joke. Yeah, a lot of it can be that. Sometimes there are instances where they're like, you know, someone will hear something like, oh, if you drink hot tea, like you will be safe from coronavirus. And it'll be like an infographic or a tweet or something or some sort of WhatsApp message. WhatsApp has been really interesting at this time. Um, but people will share like, okay, here are tips on how to avoid it. And some of the stuff isn't necessarily like scientifically proven. That kind of stuff is like actual misinformation where I don't think people necessarily have ill will, but they might not understand that this is not something that has been scientifically proven. And that can be dangerous because it gives people a false sense of security. But sometimes it is just like, oh, I didn't get the joke. And then that becomes problematic too. Gotcha. And you mentioned WhatsApp has been crazy. Can you elaborate? Yeah. So I think um, it's kind of a running joke among uh, me and some of my friends where like our parents became like (laughs) our parents. I saw this tweet the other day. That's like my parent, my, I can't attend my mom's graduation because she's now like an expert of COVID-19 from the university of WhatsApp. It's like this whole idea of like, (laughs) of like your parents, like get these messages from other people. A lot of people like, you know, like our relatives overseas will send something and be like, Oh, look at this. And it's like, okay, that's, that's great. Everyone's trying to wrap their brains around something that they don't really understand. And in the process, you can kind of tend to believe things that might not necessarily be true. And WhatsApp is a really easy way to kind of like share messages internationally. And they kind of just get all muddled together. And it's hard to differentiate what's real and what's not. No, my the advice I've been given by my parents and my wife's parents, garlic, eat as much garlic that. as possible. You know what my theory is, is if you... <laughs> Early on, somebody said that, and I was like, "Is it just because no one will want to be next to you, and then you'll have six feet distance?" There you <laughs> go. Well, I mean, I like garlic. I don't know if I like garlic that much, but it's uh, it's interesting how these kind of uh, these home remedy uh, suggestions come about. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, 
memes are definitely one way they 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 travel absolutely absolutely all right uh that is our show for today thanks to Barbara for joining us you can read her full story on cnet.com if you have any questions about this topic or just any general questions you can hit us up on twitter at at the daily charge or leave us a voicemail at 862-250-5713 for the daily charge i'm roger chang thanks for listening